This is episode 211 of the Fearless Launching Show. Today, as part of our kind of getting started this new year unofficial series, we're going to be talking about feedback. How do you deal with feedback? Feedback is an important piece of the launch process. It's also just an important part of growing your business. And Having a clear understanding of how to deal with feedback, what feedback to really listen to and act upon is critical. So let's dive in today. And uh, if this is, if you've been receiving any sort of feedback, notes, comments, suggestions from anyone, anywhere, even if it's inside your head, then you're going to want to listen to today's episode. I will see you over there. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. All right, welcome back or welcome to another episode of the Fearless Launching Show. If you are visiting us for the first time, I just really want to welcome you today. And just know that if you're looking for some launch strategies, yes, we will give you some in here, but this is a little bit different type of episode for Fearless Launching. I like to shake things up around around these parts. Um, but you can always go back to ansomoylove.com forward slash show to read some read and listen to some of our earlier episodes, which definitely dive into the various pieces of putting your own product, service, coaching, online course launch into motion. All right, so I think we'd all agree that feedback is important for our business to grow, and but just in general, I think that we can all agree that feedback is important, and not just in our business, I think that in our lives as well. But it can also be tough to deal with, right? Tough to know the good from the bad. So today we're going to talk about that a bit because you might want to handle all feedback the same. You might be like, okay, no to feedback or yes to all the feedback. But I'm going to tell, I'm going to show you and share with you today some tips on what to do instead. Um, But first, let's talk about why feedback in your business is so important and what feedback can lead to. It can help you grow. It can um, show you what you don't see, like others can see what you don't. It helps to have new eyes, often breathe new life into maybe a product you thought was dead or a service you didn't know if you should offer or just a price. It could be the price. It could be the look of something. I mean, it could breathe new life into something you've been working on that you've just lost sight of. Um, Mistakes are often spotted more easily 
uh, from an outside perspective. And when I think of feedback, I do generally think of something that's outside your own brain because we get so swirly and in our heads about about our work because this is something that we have created and you just lose sight of, you know, the, the bigger picture sometimes. Um, also, it can feedback can provide you with contrast. This is an interesting one because you're going to have strong reactions to certain things you discover, people tell you, and maybe even other people's perspectives that's not directly um like targeting you and your thing, but like you can look at it like, oh, that's why this is happening. But you're going to have strong reactions, but those reactions are going to give you massive clues to your values, your vision, and actually keep you on your path. So even when it's not the best feedback or it doesn't feel good, it gives you clues to why. Like, why doesn't it feel good? So feedback is important. And I and I think that as an artist... As a creative, whether whether you're just creating a digital course, uh, even if it's on a very hard topic like SEO or Google Analytics, you are create you are the creator of let's say a course or a service on that, and so for you, you're you're kind of like an artist. You have to be willing to take the feedback, hear it, because you can get some insights into what other people see period. So next, let's let's talk about that a little bit. We get feedback from so many different sources every single day. So you might be you might consider getting feedback from that podcast, from someone you discover, someone you trust, maybe someone you listen to every single week and you're like, "Oh yeah, what Ann said, that's kind of what I'm doing. I should change this." You know, so you get that feedback from podcasts and content you consume. You can get it from coaches, business besties, peers, people who you know who aren't necessarily your friends, but they're not coaches. They're people in the industry with you. You might even get feedback from strangers or you might get feedback. Now, I normally think that a feedback is something from the outside, but you can also be giving yourself feedback just based on your Well, it's based on a lot of different things, but let's just say you can give yourself feedback. We won't be talking too much about that today, but I'm going to be talking more about the external feedback givers. But you could even get feedback just by lurking on other people's things. And let's say for me, if I were watching other people's launches, I might be like, ooh, that's what I should do. Feedback is any sort of directive that tells you what to do, what to do differently, what to change, what to update, what to improve. And sometimes it literally can start to feel like you're not doing anything right. Well, your interestless page, I would be gone in a second. Like imagine someone said that to you. You're like, okay, that's been up there for four years and people are signing up for the interest list and then purchasing. But Anyways, so feedback. So feedback comes in so many different forms. And honestly, sometimes it really does feel like you're like, well, even when people love you and care about you, if you get too much of it, you can really start to feel like you're not doing anything right. Um, But I want to encourage you today to like really embrace feedback because feedback does not mean 
follow what I say, even if the person or the place you're getting it from feels like that. Feedback is something you get to listen to. You, you actually get to listen to. Um, you get to consider and then you get to decide if you're going to use it or lose it or save it for later or completely change it or it, maybe it leads you down a completely different path. I think we all know this instinctual, like in, our instinct is like, yeah, feedback is good. I need feedback. I need some outside, you know, I need some other perspectives on this. We do feel it. I, I don't have to, I don't have to do this just because someone says that I do. I think we all have that at least logical part of ourselves that says that. But honestly, even the most practice feedback processor, that's a mouthful, will have those people that matter, that actually end up, we make them matter more than they do, than, than we do ourselves. So you hand over your trust to those people because you really respect them. You know, you like believe in them. You know that they have your best interest at heart. And, you know, maybe there's an emotional connection there because of that. So you hand over your trust to these people and let them shape your decisions, which can be kind of dangerous so if you've ever felt like you did that, I mean, raise your hand right now, no matter where you are. If you're in Starbucks, don't raise your hand maybe. But but I'm raising my hand right now. Um, I'm recording this in our bedroom, in my bedroom. Um, but it's so easy to put someone else's feedback above our own. They know better. Trust someone else's knowledge of our vision and business above our own. And while it's okay to respect someone's opinion, you are going to have to practice not taking action, not believing they know more than you because they don't, they don't. And you always, no matter how seasoned or respected or successful that person is, they might not be right when it comes to you. Now, I that's another block for me. I, I'm working on not needing to be, not needing to prove things wrong because I feel like I do that and I don't even realize I'm doing it, but I noticed it. So I'm working on it. But let's just dive into some of the different ways I handle feedback because I also have to remind myself of this process because I'm an action taker. I hear someone tell me to do something or suggest I do something and the word suggest somehow is gone out of my head and all of a sudden I want to take action. So back in the day when I worked with Laura Roeder when she had a course education online education business her business now is Meet Edgar so Laura is awesome. Laura if you're listening I love you lady but she'd have to and she'll remember this we actually I feel like we had to go through this process of untraining me to take action because she ha we'd have these conversations we'd go through this whole thing I was already like on my end listing out all the action steps I'd need to take so she needed we actually said okay so in the future we're gonna have to say this is just an idea we're just considering this or this is a green light you're gonna take this and do this she'd have to tell me if something was a project or to wait until we made the decision. I literally could not stop myself from just implementing, executing, and doing something. And I think that this, I am so grateful for that lesson because, you know, I mean, sometimes I still go back to that because I'm I'm ready to make it happen. I just like want to make it happen. And, and even now my daughter reminds me, mommy, it was just an idea. <laughs> it was not, we must do this. And I'm like, let's go. 
But I think this is a good reminder that we all should have. And also, if you've ever been to masterminds or events where you got to like do some brainstorming with your with people in person, because um, sometimes the business events that I've gone to, there's always these breakout sessions where you get this advice from people. And I was like ready to take action. And even at the event, they're going to say, what action are you going to take tomorrow? So you feel this pressure to take action, to make it happen. But here's what I'm going to tell you to do, okay? So this is like a little process that I like to remind myself of. And I had to remind myself this week because I actually just came off a weekend of masterminding. And I got a a lot of great insights into what I was doing and not doing and I had a lot of ideas and I knew ooh this could be bad if I just like run with this if you were if you're uh, following me on Instagram you might have actually seen my post about this very topic um, so first don't take action right away simple even if you're like OMG that is the best idea ever I know exactly where to start and know exactly what to do if you can hit the pause button just for 24 hours, after you get an idea, at least, at least, you know, just hit the pause button. Don't take action just yet. Sure, you can write down some more ideas. That's fine. But don't actually take the action just yet. Um, number two, once you take a pause, after that moment you get the feedback, plan to revisit it within the 24 hours that I suggested. Plan to revisit it and just make the decision. Um Use the yes, no, maybe, or yes, but to change it up a little bit. <laughs> so it's not it's not going to be a straight yes, no. Maybe it's like, maybe there is a no for sure. But usually there's like a no, not that, but this instead. So make sure you like really make a decision on those because you might, you can keep that. If you want to keep it in your folder of ideas, fine. That's totally fine. But really look at each item, touch it once. I think that that's something from, oh, what is it? Getting Things Done, that book, touch it once. So basically you're like, yep, nope, maybe. And that's it. And then just go back to the yeses. So when you do sit to review this feedback, consider a few things, okay? So consider where it came from, that person's expertise. And honestly, I often look at their success level too. I don't necessarily think that just because someone hasn't done something that their that their feedback isn't relevant or valuable. But I just have to have a clear view of who gave me the feedback. How much do I trust them? How much do they know me? How much, what history do they know about me and the business and what were what information did they not have when they were giving me that feedback and highlight make notes and if it is a yes what does the feedback you know look like in action write out all the steps right then like if you're if something is a yes make sure to write out those steps to actually you know that will take to implement the feedback or implement in a way you want to if it's a no Listen, I actually think going through your feedback that you receive at events, masterminds, with besties, whatever, if things are a simple no, then just drop them. Toss it, never look back. Oh, I'm not interested in doing that. Um, that's another, the no was another thing I learned from Laura. And I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at saying, oh, no, I don't think I want to do that. 
when it's a hard pass, you're going to know. So just drop those things off your list right away. Because otherwise, you're going to end up like me with 50 million notebooks full of business ideas from events that you're never going to do. And that stuff weighs you down too. Um, Now, if it's a maybe, maybe it's because the idea triggered something in you or reminds you of something you wanted to do in the past, but you haven't done yet or something that you've put on the back burner and you want to do. Again, brainstorm it out, figure out what it looks like, figure out like what the impact will be on your next launch or your, or your business. See, ask yourself, will this have some sort of return for me? It doesn't have to be money as the return, but it can be some sort of value. Um, and then Listen, this is this is where it gets a little touchy. So feedback on your launches themselves. Be careful. Um, because there are lots of things that go into you putting together a launch. And most people from the outside are like, oh, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? And they might know that you already have planned everything out in a certain way. And it is hard to kind of retool things in the process. So be careful of feedback during your launches and even after your launches. The best time to get feedback about your launches is when you're actually in the mode of planning it. And I actually have a great um, article, great article, but I actually think it's a good point that before you start planning your launch, you know, write out what you want to happen, kind of like your, your launch story. And then share that with someone and say, does this make sense? Do you have any Do you have any other ideas that might be cool that I could add into what I've already got? Um, what I find is that feedback is a way people like to like, uh, like something that happened at a mastermind that I was at and then I got some really amazing feedback. But upon reflecting about what happened, I went in with one question and someone who gave me feedback turned the question to what they wanted to answer. And I didn't want their answer on that question. So you're often going to get feedback as a way kind of to control the conversation. So be careful about that. Um, Now, for me, the type of feedback that is most actionable on launches, it's the only thing I go back to now. Like, sure, it has to feel good. There has to be the the gut feeling that you did everything. And like, of course, I'm looking all that. But I look at the facts, the facts, people. There are many, so many ways to improve launches, but I always caution the members of Fearless Launching to just look at the facts first. Just because someone you respect launches a specific way, uses a specific strategy, does some sort of thing, runs an ad that looks a specific way, does not mean it will get you the same results. We have a few simple metrics that you can start looking at how to make your launches better inside inside the actual fearless launching program but i know we've done um blog posts at, at least one blog post about what metrics and analytics things like that to track during your launch so that's really important but it's also a good idea to talk through your launch like i said with someone else and really stick to what's going to happen. What are people going to see? So as long as it makes sense to another person, maybe who's not even in your business, um, that's a good place to start. But also start, especially when you're relaunching things with the facts. Um, There's 
there's no shortage of amazing ideas, okay? There really are so many that people might tell you, oh, that headline, oh, that color, oh, that page, oh, that uh, you should do another Facebook Live, you should do more of this, you should do more of that. And there's only so many hours in the day. If you don't have a huge launch team, how are you supposed to implement those things? And then you've got this list of suggestions that you know, let's say you know they're all valuable, and all good and all things that really work with what you wanted to do in your launch. And you just don't, I mean, it just makes you feel like a failure because then if things don't go as planned, you're like, well, I should have done this, 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 and this. So just be careful about who you take feedback on for your launches, when you take that feedback, um, and and also be okay saying, no, we'll do that next time. We'll layer that in next time. That's another episode. We talked about layer, like the layer cake strategy for launches, because I, I fully believe that, yes, we all want an amazing event style launch with maybe multiple things happening, uh, video series, webinars, Facebook lives, doing this, a lot of social media, beautiful graphics, a beautiful sales, like each and every one of those ends up being a project and you can't do it all if you're working alone or with a skeleton team. So it's better that if you're like, okay, we're going to do a challenge this year. That's going to be the same lead in for the next couple of years, or we're going to do a quiz first and then a challenge. And then maybe in a, maybe in a couple launches from now, we'll add in a live webinar. Um, now just think in terms of layering each and every time you don't have to go, unless you have a, unless you have the resources to pay for a full team, to help you with these things, it's going to be hard to execute a complex launch with all the things that you might see that someone you respect or follow does. Just be aware of that. Um, so one final word on this, and that is that feedback can really suck. I know this. It can suck the life out of you. It can feel like you were punched in the gut, like someone who knows nothing about you, or maybe, maybe they do decides to offer unsolicited advice or passive aggressive advice givers who are well-meaning. That's actually worse. I think that those people sometimes don't even know what they're doing. And my my um, kind of trick here is get used to nodding your head when you didn't ask for advice and just saying, hmm, okay. And then saying, thanks for the feedback, but I'm actually not looking for for any, like, thanks for that. I'm not actually looking for feedback right now. And also be clear with your besties, your business besties. If you're just venting, tell them you're just venting because your friends and your business confidants basically are going to want to help you. And, you know, get what you can do, first of all, is get used to saying that. But then you can also get used to saying and asking them, hey, do you need some support on this? If you need feedback, let me know so that you can kind of be the model of how to give and get feedback. Honestly, I've learned this a hard the hard way because I always want to help and not everyone wants your help. So remember that, ask before giving the feedback. Um, my, my girl, my girl, uh, Catherine Just and I are really close friends and, you know, we talk about other things in business like our kids and what's happening and just different things. But we've now gotten to a really great place because I would just like, I'd like want to help if something, you know? And so now we like say, oh, I don't really need feedback on this. I just need to vent. 
So we tell each other fully before we start talking about anything. And I think that that is the way to go. Just start modeling how to give and get feedback and you'll start, it'll start feeling better when, so then that way, if you do really need feedback, you'd be like, hey, um, I need some feedback on this and I'm totally open to what you say. Um, I'm not necessarily going to take action on it, but I, I just need some outside perspective. Ask for what you need. Um, and feedback can also feel amazing, by the way. When you're surrounded by a group of amazing supporters and champions, you can ask, you can receive, you can give, you can ask if you can give, and it feels like there's value from and to everyone. And that's actually the exact type of community I like to foster inside both Fearless Launching, the, the course, but also the Fearless Launching Lab, which is more of the kind of ongoing uh, membership for Fearless Launching. And by the way, if you want to learn about either of these, make sure to join my Launch Lounge over on Facebook. Um, you can follow the link in the show notes and that'll give you everything you need in there. Um, but you know, just because I don't often talk about them, Fearless Launching is the signature program. It is really just the foundational piece pieces of launching. It's where people mostly drop the ball and where launches can go off the rails. And this, I feel like, is the primer course for anyone who wants to launch a product, a course, a coaching program. And they're not really ready yet to... Um, they don't want to commit to doing a webinar launch or a or a video launch or a challenge launch or anything like that because we talk about those different course type course launch or and launches inside the program but that um that's that that's the main fearless launching course and then the fearless launching lab is actually it's just like my new love um we opened it last june um, it's the membership for the advanced or a little bit more advanced launcher, someone who knows and who's been online for uh, more than a minute. And it's honestly more of a mastermind. And and it's like the before, before you go off and invest in the $10,000, $20,000, $30,000 a year mastermind, it's that it's that kind of middle ground where you get the tight-knit community and you get the masterminding and accountability and the people we've got in there are just so stellar that I am just, I am, I am in awe of what we're doing in there. Um, and by the way, as of this recording, we have actually, I'm capping this group at only 50 members. Um, we have 20 more spots before I hit capacity. So as of whatever date this, you're listening to this in January, as of January 18th, um, 2019 we have only 20 more spots actually probably less now um, but around that before we hit capacity I've never offered this anywhere publicly um, but you might be hearing about it in the next week or so if you're if you're a regular listener of the podcast and I definitely want to encourage you that if you have been thinking gosh I want to have some continued support on launches I want to have this ability to ask questions get feedback get you know find some business besties of my own then I highly encourage you to just reach out to me about it and I'll tell you a little bit more um but yeah we do only have 20 more spots I mean period I do not open this up normally to the public but I wanted to share it with you 
here on the podcast. And I also want, I'm probably going to be sharing it uh, by email and in that launch lounge group. Um, So anyways, so I feel like the moral of the story here is that feedback is good. Be careful who, be careful and make sure you know who's giving it to you. And Give yourself time. Don't take action right away. Give yourself some time to process it. Really think through it. And then make your decision. Yes, no, maybe. And then schedule it in to make it happen. I mean, that's the only way that this stuff gets implemented. And don't feel bad when you don't take feedback. If you decide to not take someone's advice. Some people will be like, well, I don't want to give you any more advice because you don't take my suggestions. Well, so what? Your suggestion helped me get to this other place. <laughs> so just just take, you, you do need feedback, but you also get to choose. You get to say no. You get to say, you know, I say this all the time to the lab members. You don't have to take what I say. You know, I'm not like the end all be all, you know, whatever, Houdini of <laughs> launching, but I'm, I'm giving you my best advice on whatever you're, whatever that person is struggling with, and then they, at this point, the the launchers all, the fearless launchers all know that they they, I want them to make their own decision, and I'm good with them saying, you know what, Anne, that's a great idea, but I don't want to take that. And usually, someone else is like, but I do. <laughs> so, so the the advice is is gonna be good for someone, and you just never know. You might be getting feedback that you can now. It's like an idea that you could be like, you know, this isn't right for me, but I think it might be right for this person. Okay, so that's it for this episode. We've actually got a few really cool interviews coming up. I am thrilled and you're going to know why because uh, one's a planner, a company owner, and what was the other one? Oh, well, we've got some things about money, about courses, course creation, so much good stuff coming up things that i'm really passionate about and yeah that's it but here's here's my question to you today so if you're still here first of all i'd love it if you would join go over to the show notes click on anything that uh that i've said and i shared that might be interesting to you like if you want to go uh to fearless launch you can check that out um, or get on the wait list for that if you want to ask me about the lab if you want to go to the free Facebook group, you can do that. Or if you just want to leave a comment and let me know about a time you received feedback that you were like, ah, no, and what you did to get through it. All right. I will talk to you later. Have a great rest of your week. And yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Take care.